0: Doug?
1: Yes, Doug Rowe.
0: All right. Okay, excellent. Let's begin. (laughs) Hey, Hey there. Welcome back to my podcast. I am Camilla, your high vibe advocate. Give me 15 minutes and I will give you a high vibe world. I am so excited today because I get to finally introduce you all to one of my best friends, my mentor, my agent, my counsel, Doug Rowe. Uh, Doug is an attorney. He's a partner at Sir Tillman Balen, which is the largest law firm on Long Island. And even though he doesn't like this title, a master networker. He's also a fellow Maryland alum, which is actually how we met. He has so many titles and accolades and awards and whatnot that if I were to sit here and list them all, it would take me all day. So in the interest of time, and without further ado, I introduce you all to my friend and mentor, Doug Rowe. Hi, Doug.
1: Hello, Camilla. How are you? Doug Doug Rowe here.
0: Yes. Thank you for being here. Um, So I wish there was a way for me to convey to my audience how significant it is to have you here because of what an incredible presence you are. Literally, it seems like everyone knows who you are, at least in New York, and your first and last name are always mentioned as if they were one name, just like you just did. And it always seems to me like people literally bring their palms together in prayer up to their chest and bow to it as as if they're saying Doug Rowe, like, namaste, you know, it's kind of crazy because you know, everybody. So I wanted to figure out how that even started.
1: Uh, how, How the Doug Rowe started. Um, well, it, I was, uh, with my friend, Barry, I hope Barry's listening to this or <laughs> I'll make him listen, uh, to it because, uh, he was the one who found, founded Doug Rowe. But, uh, <laughs> one day, uh, I was talking to him and I introduced myself as Doug Rowe and he said, Doug Rowe, what's your, what's your last name? And from there it became a uh, legend. And now everywhere I go, I am Doug Rowe.
0: I actually love it. I think it's so memorable. And I love how you always introduced yourself every time you talk, even with people that you
1: know. Is well, there- I'll, tell, I'll tell you how that also continued. So uh, I would go to a lot of events and I would meet a lot of people and I would meet people that I've already met. But at, so, at some point in time, I realized I don't remember everybody's name that I met. And I assumed that everybody I met didn't necessarily remember my name. So I would err on the side of assuming that everybody forgot my name, and I would remind them of my name. And it became an extreme, I would, I would even do Doug Rowe to my best friends, but that's how, it, uh, that's how it happened, and that's how it evolved, and that's why I am Doug Rowe today.
0: I think that's actually pretty much genius because it's true that not everybody remembers names. I definitely don't remember everybody's name. I shouldn't assume people remember my name. It's a good assumption that they don't. Um, And that way you make everybody feel comfortable if you're already introducing yourself again without them having to be in that awkward situation, you know? Exactly. Um, And I don't even know if I should call this an interview, if I just just, should just leave like a talk or a co-hosting because... I think this will be more of a hybrid of an interview and co-hosting because what I want to talk about today and the reason for having you here is that you are the perfect follow-up to my kindness episode because you really live that philosophy of doing unto others, don't you?
1: I do, and um, I, you know, when you uh, mentioned at the outset uh, that I'm a master networker, I, I explained to you before we uh, we started this that. You know it's not a, a title that I like. Really, what I the way I view it is that you know I, when I'm out there, I look for opportunities cause opportunities are everywhere. And because of my network, I'm able to look out for opportunities for others in my network. So when you talk about networking, I really look at it as a combination of developing relationships with people and then looking out uh, for opportunities for them and helping others. So if you want to uh, segue that uh, from your, um, you know, kindness episode, you know, I understand, but that's really what I do and, and what I'm about.
0: Well, it's, I, I personally have so much to thank you for because you, you brought me out of my shell with so much patience. Um, I remember we met in 2014 at that time I was going through a lot of personal things um just trying to figure out I had my firm for two years at the time and it's just hard you know to to go out and meet people and that's extremely important but at the same time I I had my own insecurities in terms of and you know, I was young and people would judge me a certain way and I didn't know how to approach things or where to go which you know how to how to talk to people um so and you were you were just definitely always there for me. And you've introduced me to extremely powerful people. You've nominated me to many honorable titles. So I want to thank you uh, because you really are kind, but you also have a really good eye for people. Um, you know, you can see what their essence is and you can really connect them with what's going to be great for them. And I've definitely been a beneficiary of your benevolence and your kindness philosophy. And, um, but I feel like, you know, What you just said is so important because what I want, what I mean by master, what really makes you a master networker, and I don't mean this with any negative connotation whatsoever, is that you really do care about people. You actually do develop real, genuine relationships with people. That You make friends out of the people you meet. Isn't that true? Well. Are you there? Oh, no. Oh, my goodness. Are you there? Can you hear me? If, if you, I think that there is a technological issue. Don't hang up. It might come back um, if you can hear me.
1: Oh, client. I can, hear
0: I, hear, I can hear you now. Okay, sorry.
1: Oh. oh. Um, so what I started to say is when I talk about developing relationships through networking, um, I apply those skills to my law firm as well. So, you know, when I have a client, uh, I usually have a, have them for life um that you know because the way i apply my networking skills is to develop the relationships with new clients but with respect to existing clients the way i view it is that you know i need to understand their business i need to understand that their people as well so you know i i i try to meet them on their level and to my clients as well as to my non-clients and you know networking um... um, contacts I become you know a problem solver so I can be a go-to person for you know either clients or non-clients and you know I can help with whatever issues they have whether it's legal or whether they need a referral for someone um... and I also you know, in in that regard, you know, I I mean, what's what's exciting for me is in in the whole networking world is really I enjoy the business challenges that are out there. So, you know, when I meet somebody and they do have issues, you know, I try to be the go-to person to be able to help them. Again, as I said before, whether it's on a legal, uh, whether it's on the legal side or the non-legal side I'll be there as a as a resource
0: yeah you've definitely been that for me too in many ways and I think that we bounce ideas off each other a lot in the different set of problems it's really funny but I think that that's also what connected us in the beginning because I have that philosophy for my practice you know I I wanted to be a purposefully small practice and which sounded so oxymoronic in in this volume industry that I work in of workers compensation but I wanted to be small so that I could dedicate more time to getting to know more, my clients better. You know, to understand what are the challenges that they're facing. You know, how those injuries really truly impact their lives, and how I can present a better case to get them all the money they can get to be able to go back and start a new chapter if they have to get retrained, or you know, to survive if they can ever work again. You know, um, and to get to know a person in a personal level when you actually just are a person that someone can vent to and talk to on the, on their level really does make you memorable. Doesn't
1: it? Yeah. So I, I mean, that, that's interesting because, you know, you are there for your clients and you, you hold their hands and you understand that you need to hold their hands. And, you know, not all attorneys are like that. Um, you know, you, 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 I think you have those relationships with your clients because you are flexible. You do help them as much as you can. You do try to think out of the box to maximize the value of their cases. And, you know, that that's why they trust you. And that's why you have the volume of business you have being, you know, a, a small law firm. So, you know, that's, that's, that's very impressive. Thank you. What you've you've done and how you've built this business.
0: Thank you. I just think that that philosophy is something that I definitely had inside of me. But when I saw that you shared that, it it validated me. And this is how I, the best way I can explain it is this. Before I met you, I was already out there networking because I started my firm in 2011. And I, you know, in July of 2011, I met you, I think in the spring of 2014, it was like two and a half years into having my own practice. I have been out there meeting people. And, you know, it's always so robotic and seems superficial in a lot of ways. And people just present like they try to sell what they do. And when I met you, your first instinct was to ask me about me and what what my vision was and who I was as a person, what my practice was about. You genuinely cared about me, which was a lot like me. I do that with others. But I felt before I met you, I felt like what I was doing might be wrong, like, because no one else does it, or very few people do it. But seeing you and seeing that you were so successful, in, you know, in, in life and in your practice, I just felt like, okay, so I'm not wrong. This is not this, there's actually some, some uh, logic here. I'm, I'm not crazy, because I really do care about people. And I really do feel like it's a very good symbiotic relationship. Because when you care for other people, and you try to help them generally interested in how you can help them without really expecting anything in return, life has a way of bringing you back. You know, it's almost like good karma in a, an interesting way. Do you feel like that's how it was for you in your life?
1: I, I do. And I think that, you know, all those words you just use are really, really can be summed up in in the word authenticity. Mm-hmm. Um, that, you know, you're you're, you're a person, you're, you're, you're meeting them on their level. You're trying to understand their, their issues. You're relating uh, to them as well as you can. You're there to help. They see you're there to help. Um, You're, you're, it's, it's not merely, you know, saying there you're there to help, but rather they, they feel you're there to help. And, and, And that's what I think we both try to strive for. You know, in life and in our practices. So that's. Yes.
0: And I think that's a really good way to be. You know, people like that. And that's, that's, uh, it's amazing how that has made me more fulfilled internally, just in a personal level. But obviously, the success of my firm, I feel, like I said in my kindness episode, can pretty much all be attributed to that, the way that I genuinely care for other people and you are the one person not that other people aren't like that at all but i think of all the people that i know you are the one person that really is like that too and it's always been so important to have that that's why i feel like you're one of my best friends i uh, hopefully i can be that for you too um that you know i can bounce off ideas with you and i think you understand me so that feels really good but how did you were you always you know someone who went out there and met people were you always outgoing enough to do that or did you know how did that begin for you
1: yeah i was i was always i was always outgoing um that's just that's always been my nature um and and you know and 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 i i was always like that but when i started my own law practice um many years ago i realized that I had to be out there even more. I had to be even more outgoing than I already was. And that's really when I was introduced to networking. And I, it's not a word I love, as, I, as you said before, but that's when I was introduced to networking. And that's when I realized that, you know, being out there and developing relationships through networking was a way to build my business. So it was not only developing the relationships, but looking for opportunities. And as I said before, and, and helping as many people as possible. And I help as many people as possible. And I don't look for quid pro quo returns. I just look for developing the relationships, doing the right thing. And, you know, over time, things happen, opportunities, uh, you know, you know, are created, Uh, through the relationships I've developed so you know as far as networking is concerned you know I would recommend it to anyone especially you know smaller firms um, like yours or mid-sized firms like um, mine you know again it's about developing relationships but it's also you know from a from a technical standpoint it's potentially about creating your own sales team so when you develop these relationships through networking, you have people looking out for you and looking out for opportunities for you, just like you have, you're looking out for opportunities for people. So I think that that's the biggest takeaway uh, from the whole concept of networking that people should, uh, you know, recognize and try to utilize and maximize.
0: I think that's really, 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 really great, No tip for people who are trying to figure out you know what's the why they should go out there and how they should do it but how did you do it where did you go to meet people
1: um i i went to the local bar association i i then was introduced to um a networking group called uh ABA American Business Associates which was which is still run by Ellen Volpe hi ellen and <laughs> i've been in uh ABA for almost 30 years Uh, We meet every two weeks, and uh, I meet with, um, we have a group of about 30 uh, 30 members, and we're all there to try to talk about opportunities for each other and looking out for opportunities for each other.
0: I love being, you've, you've invited me to the ABA a few times, and I love being a guest there. And it's so funny how, not funny, but so great how they really are the synthesis of this entire episode, too. I feel like that's really the philosophy of the ABA.
1: Right, it is, and um, you know, it's 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 it. Networking is a is a skill. So, you know, when when people go to networking groups or cocktail parties um, and meet new people, they should really, you know, utilize it by somehow trying to connect to people on, as I said before, on on their level, you know, in the hopes of, uh, you know really kickstarting a relationship that, you know, hopefully for them will evolve into, you know, again, creating opportunities for, you know, either, either of, you know, either, either person. So, you know, again, that's, that's how I built my business. Um, And, you know, when I did that and had my own practice for a while uh, I did that on a regular basis. And then I brought those skills to, uh, to my, my law firm, uh, here and now I try to educate um the attorneys in my firm on how best to um network and 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 utilize these opportunities to their advantage.
0: I think that you're the greatest mentor there is, you know. So I think they're lucky that they have you there as an example, as someone who can guide them. Uh it's not something that everybody is, you know, naturally born with. It's not some people are shyer than others and some people need to be brought out of their shell. So um, I think that's great. And I know that you took the time today to be here. You're in the middle of your workday. I don't want to interrupt anymore, but um, I just wanted to tell you, Doug, that it, it's, it's an honor and a pleasure having you here today. And again, you're one of my best friends. So thank you also for being such a great friend and such a big part of my life.
1: Well, thank you for that, Camilla. And you are the greatest podcaster I know. <laughs> I've listened to your podcast every week and I will continue to do so, especially this one. But uh, <laughs> I, I, I really appreciate the opportunity.
0: Oh my and god! I wish
1: you the best and uh, looking forward to seeing you soon.
0: Yes, I'll see you soon. And I'll say hi to Barry too for the Doug Row. I love the Doug Row. So, uh, uh, all right. Will do. It. And that is all we have for today. Thank you